Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fit and Lit podcast. It has been a full month since I have talked to you last. So in case you forgot, this podcast is about fitness and literature, or in this case, we're going to be talking about spooky books today. Some really disturbing content is headed your way. So I just wanted to give you a quick trigger warning for eating disorders and just some like nasty, gory, gross content when it comes to the book section. So if that is something that you don't want to listen to, maybe skip ahead a little ways. Um, after my my intro, I'll let you know when I start talking about books. But yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, I was looking back through my podcast notes. If you see me looking down, I'm looking at my notes. If you're watching on YouTube, um, there are videos on YouTube, which is kind of cool to watch. I feel like it's more FaceTiming, like with a friend um, on YouTube. So head on over to YouTube if you are not already. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you for being here. I am glad to be on your walk with you or helping you clean your house or being with you on your commute to work. (laughs) And um, we are going to get started because it has been a full month. In my notes, what I was talking about my notes here. I wrote notes back in January. It is February. It is already the second month of the year. I'm still like trying to process this just how fast time is actually going like time is moving whether we're doing what we want to do or not and that just like it's wild to me that we're already here and we're like already a week in it's a short month this is gonna go by so quickly so live the life you want to live now because time will not stop for you with that being said let me talk about what I wrote back in the middle of January when I was planning on recording a podcast and then I just didn't. So I have been, this is what I was writing. I've just been in like a weird existential crisis. Like what am I putting out in the world? Why does it matter? How are my posts and info and podcasts going to affect the world? Like everything I've been posting about, you know, like not eating animals or caring for the environment And books don't get engagement, but my other posts do. So then I stopped talking about it. And it changes how I've been posting. Like I've been changing how I've been posting based on what people want to see without even realizing it. I've lost myself in the process and I've been feeling a lot of guilt about it. And I'm trying to reframe my thoughts, but I'm struggling to find me again. And here's a quick little example. I'm sitting in my studio right now. And when I first opened up this studio, I tried my best to get as much secondhand as I could. Everything in here is still vegan. Like we don't have leather bags or leather gloves or anything like that. Um, The things that I sell um, are all vegan or um, I try my best to be environmentally friendly, but I had to buy a bunch of stuff. Like I had to buy bags and weights. And if you're new here, I own a kickboxing studio. I'm a kickboxing instructor. Um, It's a women's kickboxing studio and we kickbox for fitness. So we don't punch each other, but we do punch bags and mitts and the air and we use lots of weights. But I had to 
I had to buy like a bunch of stuff. So I got in this habit of like buying stuff. And then when I was trying to promote my business, I was very aware of like my image, like what it looked like, what am I representing? Like what kind of people do I want to come into my studio? And I noticed that I was like changing myself, like subtly day by day without even realizing it. I started buying like plastic Ziploc bags, for example, for my kids. And I hadn't bought Ziploc bags in years, like years, probably like 10 years. And I started doing that again. And I was like, what am I doing right now? Like, what kind of life am I leading? Am I like, I have these morals of, you know, protecting the environment as much as I can, not having as much waste, you know, at like having as little waste as possible. At one point at home, we were down to one trash bag a week. Now I'm looking at it and it's like a trash bag a day and it's just making me sick. And I feel so bad of like the choices that I've been making and just how much consuming I've been doing, um, like financial, like consumerism, like buying stuff. And I'm like, who is this person? Like, how did I turn into this? What am I putting out into the world? Like all these codes and stuff. And before I was like, you know, I'm only going to support brands that are, you know, aligned with my, my morals and my values. And for the most part, I have done that, but I've noticed that I've been promoting a lot of stuff that also hurts the environment and businesses that are focused on buy more, buy more, buy more, buy more. And I'm just sick and tired of it. So I was trying really hard to like rebrand myself again, but without being such a huge, like like a huge change. Like I'm still, you know, who I am, but I want, what I want to put out into the world is stuff that is going to change the world. Like not just stuff that's going to help give another brand money or put money into my bank account. Like I want to actually make a difference. And so I've had this like big shift and it's been almost a month since I've written that. Um, but I still, I feel a little bit more confident because I started taking action on it. Um, and yeah, I just kind of wanted to let you guys know that that's like kind of where I'm at right now, kind of going back and forth. Like, who am I? What am I actually putting out into the world? Am I helping the planet? Am I helping people? Am I helping animals? Um, that kind of thing. So that's kind of why I've been away from recording and I've been putting off a lot of things that I actually really love to do um and yeah life just keeps coming and coming and coming not in the good way not the sexy way that would be nice but <laughs> um no it's just like shots fired shots fired like ah, there's something over here oh there's something over here okay I got a break and then on freaking Sunday my daughter's seventh birthday. She's seven. I cannot believe it. Like I have a seven-year-old. Seven years ago, I gave birth. Out of my vagina came a baby seven years ago. And it's just wild to me. Like I still feel like she's she's growing up, but I feel like she's, you know, it hasn't been that long. Time, like I said, time goes by fast. Do do what makes you happy. I'm talking to myself here. Do what makes you happy now because you who knows when you're gonna get time. 
you're not you can't you can't go back in time so anyway okay so anyway on sunday we're at my daughter's birthday party it is storming outside on friday we had gotten a notice that schools are closed on monday because of the storms happening on the central coast of california i'm over here thinking like no it's not going to be that big of a deal things are you know they're just overreacting or it's you know the county that we're in like there's a lot of mountains on the other side of the county that we're in they're worried about mudslides things like that this is going to be a long story so i'm going to take a quick drink of water if you have water next to you grab it right now and take a chug with me because i know you're dehydrated go okay so school's closed monday i'm like all right maybe this is going to be something you know maybe i should be worried here my mom came down into town to visit she lives about four and a half hours away from us she came down to visit she's parked under our carport we take our cars to a pizza place in town because everybody's power has gone out but the pizza place was on so we're like just you know we'll just go there's like an arcade i'm thinking to myself i'm gonna be very present at this party i'm gonna put my phone away i'm gonna take pictures when she's doing her cake you know, other people will have photos. I can always ask them for pictures. I just really want to be present at this party. Put my phone away. Party's going on. We're looking out the window. It's storming. And then we're getting ready to close. And people are like looking for me. Like, where's Bridget? Where's Bridget? Where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? And um, I'm like, you guys just like, leave me like there's pizza, like there's cake. Just do what you want to do. I just want to, you know, I want to be part of the party. I don't want to just be like hosting, running around. Like I, that's why we came to a pizza place because they take care of everything. They're like, oh no, the manager's looking for you. The man-. And I'm like, my husband was the one that like put in the order. Like they can go talk to him. Like, do they need to pay for the pizzas or something? You know, like go, they can go talk to him, whatever. No, no, no. They need to talk to you. They need to talk. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, stay here, child of mine play your game that I was playing with you. I, I like, I have to go talk to the manager. So I go walk over to the manager and she's like, hi. So this uh, woman called you named so-and-so. And I was like, okay. And she said, she really needs you to call her back. And I was like, and it was my neighbor. And I was like, oh crap. Um, so I called her right away. I looked at my phone. There's like 20 messages from people. My Instagram is blown up. My I have like missed calls, text messages from like everybody. And I'm like, holy crap, like what the hell happened? So I call her and she's like, we have a situation over here. Um, A tree fell on your house. And immediately I knew what she was talking about. I looked at my husband and I said, a tree fell on our house. You need to leave right now. I'll clean up the party. (laughs) And luckily it was like right at the end of our time. So I just cleaned up everything real quick, got in the car and like went home. But I knew exactly what she was talking about because we have this huge tree. I don't know what kind of tree it is. It's so big, though. It's a huge tree. It dumps so much like little yellow puffballs all over our house or like our front porch area and the roof of our house, I guess. And we have been telling the we are renting within like a little community it's for my husband's work so like all the houses are owned they're like federal houses um we've been telling them you guys should probably cut this tree because whenever it rains or whenever it's windy like branches fall like this tree's gonna fall i knew exactly 
what she was talking about because I had premonitions that this was going to happen one day. And that one day was on Sunday. I'm thinking like one branch fell off the tree. No, the entire tree came out from the roots and fell onto our shed, onto the corner side of the house, right where I sleep. It punctured the ceiling right above where I sleep. If I was laying in bed, looking straight up at the ceiling, there would be a branch coming through the ceiling that crushed our whole shed. Everything that we had in there um, is pretty crushed. We're going to figure it out today of like how we're going to get that stuff out. Um, the carport that my mom's car was parked under, what like there was a huge branch that went from the ceiling, punctured the ceiling all the way down, touching the cement underneath. So if there was a person standing there, or if the car was pulled forward, just that car would have been punctured with a thick ass branch. And um, there was uh, so much, so like our, our whole house was like covered with a tree. It was pretty insane. It was storming. I am just so thankful that we are renting. I am so thankful that we live on federal property where we have people that are just on call ready to take on this task and we didn't have to wait for, you know, a tree removal service or anything like that because it would have been such a headache. Um, so then we go inside, we take everything out of our, um, our master bedroom where we sleep, take everything out. Um, and it starts leaking through the, through the ceiling. We go into our kitchen and our kitchen ceiling light is, um, leaking, like hardcore leaking, not just kind of, you know, drip here. It's like drip, 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 constant. So they came in, took the light off, capped the light off so we could use the other light without electrocuting ourselves. Um, there's a huge crack in our ceiling. There's a huge, like we have no fence and our house is just a mess inside and out the inside of our house. There's just stuff everywhere. It was my daughter's birthday. So she had like all her like new toys out in the living room. So the living room has a gigantic Barbie dream house, which is amazing. It's so fun to play with. Um, and just a bunch of little toys everywhere. And then we have all the stuff that was in our master bedroom pulled out. We had just gone through our shed. So there was like some stuff that I either need to get rid of or find another place for in our house. That was just like chilling in the entryway of our house. We had just rearranged. I brought our bearded dragon out into the living room so that I can see him every single day instead of being put into a room that I don't go into very often and forget to feed him. Um, he's so happy now, by the way. Um, but yeah, our house is just a wreck and I'm, you know, I'm like, I thought I was getting a break here and then life was like, nope, here's a tree on your house. So it's been an eventful month. There are some good things that have happened though. Me and my husband got to go on a date. We went to a melodrama, which was so fun. So, so fun. Um, I haven't seen live, like a live play in like quite a quite a while and i love i love 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 live performance um i grew up with the, as a theater kid so i love to just be back there like i just got chills again but it was such a good show and it was really nice to get out of the house with just him and um 
yeah, good things have happened. Um, but it's just been, it's been wild. I got three books read in the month of January. Um, this is where, um, I'll give you, um, a warning before I talk about that book that I'm going to be talking about, um, for trigger warnings for eating disorders. So if you need to skip that, um, go ahead and, um, I'll let you know. It'll probably only be like a two minute talk. So just, you know, skip forward a couple, a little bit. Um, okay. So in January, I read three books. I read Dead Inside by Chandler Morrison, One True Loves by J Taylor Jenkins Reid, which was our book club book. We had our book club meeting yesterday, so we got to talk all about it, which was really cool. Um, and I'll talk about why in a second. And then Dis Disseverment, Disseverment by Casey Kroll. Um, so the first book I read was Dead Inside by Chandler Morrison. There are some really gross things that I'm going to be talking about right here. Um, so if you don't want to hear gross things, um, just go ahead and um, skip forward a little bit. But this book, it's a short one. I got it on Hoopla through my library because I've heard some really crazy things about this book and I didn't quite want to buy it, but then I saw it on Hoopla and I was like, I have to. And I got sucked in. I loved this book, but like, I'm embarrassed to say that I loved it. It is disturbing. It is gross. It deals with like every single gross thing that you can possibly think of. It is a satire though. So if you go into this thinking that this is serious, you will absolutely hate it so much. But I would say, uh, I would say this is like dark, like it's, mm, it's like a horror, dark romance satire. It's okay. Let me just tell you the plot. I don't even know how to categorize this. So basically this dude, he's like, um, he works at a hospital as a security guard and he works at the hospital because he loves to have sex with women, but he doesn't like to have sex with alive women. Um, and hospitals have morgues. So do with that information what you will. Um, <laughs> And he meets someone that is very special to him who also has like a really strange fascination with something that is very gross. This book has a lot of sex. There are mentions of rape. There are uh, obviously necrophilia. Um, and I was speechless after I finished this book. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say or talk about. Like I was talking about this with my husband and I was like, just like gaggy, like not to throw up in my mouth, just talking about it again. Um, there's a lot, a lot of detail in this. If this interests you, I would say read it. If you are absolutely disgusted by what I am talking about, don't even pick it up. Don't even just pretend I never even talked about it. Um. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed it. I liked it. I was able to read between the lines, which is what I like to do. I like to make things deeper than they probably should be. And I loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. I guess. It made me think. It made me feel feelings. Now, one book that didn't make me feel any feelings was One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This book is one of her 
It's a 2016 book. This came out before um, you might have heard of Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo or Daisy Jones and the Six, Malibu Rising, Carrie Soto is Back, Forever Interrupted. I'm missing one. Oh, um, oh my gosh, what's uh after I do? Those are all by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Very great books. I loved all the other ones. I've read the other ones. This one's not so much. I think this is one of her. I don't know. I feel like it wasn't like uh, I feel like it was rushed. So one true loves is an obvious. Uh, don't watch the movie. The movie is horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Do not watch the movie. <laughs> okay, but so one true loves is about it's a it's a romance, um, but it makes you think because we have Emma. Emma marries her high school sweetheart, and she is about to celebrate her one year anniversary of marriage with her husband Jesse. Well, the day before their one-year anniversary of marriage, of marriage bliss, their perfect travel life, um, he's a photographer, so he's about to go to Alaska to take some photos for, like, a travel magazine or something, something along those lines. He's going to take pictures in Alaska. So he leaves, and the helicopter he gets on crashes. He is pronounced dead after a helicopter and the pilot is found. And so Emma does her best, goes through her grief phase, um, and allows herself to move on. And then she meets Sam, a boy that she worked at her parents' bookstore with, falls in love with him, they get engaged. And then they find out that Jesse is still alive. And he's coming home. So who is Emma going to pick? Where does the story go? Who would you pick? <laughs> so this book was, um, I didn't like it. I did not like this one. I felt like there were so many points in it that were just so unrealistic. And I'm like, you could have just changed that little tiny storyline and it would have made it so much better. But because it was so unrealistic, it kind of took me out of the story. And then I was just like, I don't even like, okay. And but it was a good read. Um, a lot of the girls in our book club really loved this one. Um, in the beginning, I did cry. And then I was just kind of over it. Like, I was like, all right, I'm like, I'm checked out of this book. But I did finish it and it was good. It was okay. I feel like if you can look past that, it's a really good book. It's a really great story. It's great for book clubs because um, it's like, are you team this one? Are you team this one? Do you think she made the right decision? What would you do if you were this guy? How would you like, would you have reacted the same? And there's just so many different elements happening all at once that it's a really good book to buddy read or talk to somebody after you read it to see like their side. Because after we had our book club meeting, I was like, oh, okay. I'm seeing a different point of view now. So if you're into that, one True Love by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's a perfect read for February because it's lovey-dovey. It's romance. There's nothing dark about it. It's just kind of fluffy, but also makes you think. So that's a good one. This next book that I'm going to talk about is the book that I wanted to warn you about eating disorders. I'm going to be talking a little bit about it. Um, and okay, so this book. So skip forward is what I was getting at. Skip forward if you need to. Disseverment by Casey Kroll. 
This is a short novella available on Kindle Unlimited. That's where I got it anyway. I'm sure you could get it other places. This is about a 60 page book. It took me about a a little over an hour to read. And this book is about this guy who he is estranged from his mother. And you find out just why he wants nothing to do with his mother, why he has issues. His girlfriend at the time is a fitness instructor. She owns a fitness studio. She's super in shape. He's super in shape. And then you find out that his mother had an extreme case of body dysmorphia and um, had body image issues. This is an extreme horror book. Um, basically, it's it's a quick book, so I'm not really spoiling it. I won't tell you all the details, but the main plot is his mother had extreme eating disorders, bulimia, anorexia, and cutting off parts of her body that are not essential to life so that she can get lighter and lighter and lighter. Yes, cutting off fingers, taking out her appendix, removing muscles that she doesn't quite really need to survive um, so that she can get skinnier and smaller because every ounce counts. She eventually goes to um, black market doctors that will do surgery for her, remove whatever. She ends up in a really bad black market situation. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. It gets really gross. It gets extremely disturbing. Like I'm just getting the chills just talking about it. But if you want something quick, something gross, something that will make you think about diet culture or just culture that we live in here in the United States, um, there's a little bit of, um, family dynamics happening. Um, yeah, pick it up. It's a quick one. So you're going to waste, it, it's absolutely horrible. You only are going to waste a little bit over an hour of time, but it really made me think there are some scenes that will live rent-free in my head forever. I wish they would pay rent because I don't want to be thinking about them constantly, but they are there and I don't think that they will ever leave. Blech. It's so gross. It's a gross one. Then that's all the books that I read. Um, Two really short ones and one that took me a long time to get through by Taylor Jenkins Reid because I just have so much going on. Three books is good though. I think my goal was only to read two a month. Um, <laughs> but in February, let me tell you my TBR, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six books on there. Um, Writing, how has writing been? Writing has stalled. I've written one chapter of my book. And I'm going to write a little bit more tonight. That's my goal for today. But let me tell you what my February TBR is. Um, I just wanted to remind you that any book that I talk about, um, I try not to order it through Amazon. If you're doing the whole Kindle thing, that's, that's a different story. But like physical books, go to your local bookstore, your local indie bookstore. Um, think about small businesses. Um, you can go to bookshop.org. You can type in your location and it will bring up local indie bookstores near you. You can click the one that you want to support and any book that you buy through the website, money goes back into your local bookstore, which supports your economy, your community around you and supports your local indie bookstore. So if there are any books that I'm talking about, don't go to Amazon and add to cart. Go on to bookshop.org, 
or you can go into your secondhand bookstore um, to support your local bookstore, your local authors, your local community, and the people around you. Okay. Anyway, back to what we were going. February TBR. There's no theme to this TBR. I know it is Black History Month. I know it is Valentine's Day month. I know um there's a lot like presidents. There's there's things happening. I have absolutely no theme that I know of right now. Maybe after I read some of these, I'll be like, oh yeah, there were some themes going on. But as of right now, there is no theme to my TBR for February. First off, the book books I am currently reading. First, I am currently listening to Mother Daughter Murder Night by Nina Simon. I had no idea that this book took place in California. I had no idea that this place that this book took place in the spot that me and my husband were married. I had no idea that I would know exactly the places that this book is talking about. So basically, okay, so if I, I'm only about a third of the way through, so um, I don't know too much, but basically there's this daughter, she's 15, her name is Jack, she works at a kayak shack at Elkhorn Slough in Monterey County, or Salinas County, I think it's, is it Monterey County or Salinas County? Up in the Monterey area, Moss Landing area, if you're familiar. Me and my husband got married at Moss Landing. My parents used to have a sailboat docked at the marina. We have gone on Elkhorn Slough kayak trips multiple times. So it's just really cool to be in that space and just know exactly what she's talking about. I think that's like, I don't know, it's just so cool. It's so cool. Anyway, so Jack is 15. She works at this kayak shack. And um, one day she is kayaking with her tour group and she finds a dead body so she goes home or they do all the cop thing her mother is a nurse she um she's a single mom and they're also taking care of jack's mom is beth we're taking care of beth's mom lana who reminds me so much of emily gilmore beth reminds me of lorelei and jack reminds me of rory so much so think about if you took those three women put them in a house together tried to have them solve a murder what would happen uh and put them in monterey it is just it's so good so far it's one of those like cozy thriller mysteries it's giving me finley donovan vibes if you've read those those are really good thriller mysteries there's not too much comedy but there are funny things that are like happening, if that makes sense. Like, it's not like ha ha funny. It's just like, okay, that's kind of like, you know, like that situation is a little bit funny. That makes sense. But it's not a comedy. It is a very cozy mystery thriller. And I think it's so cool. And I can't wait to finish it. I'm listening to that one. Then I am reading Cutting Teeth by Chandler Baker. And this one is about a group of toddlers. They're all four years old and they're starting to turn into vampires. Yep. But the parents don't know it. I'm only about, I don't know, I think I'm like 70 pages in, 60 pages in maybe. And this one is a comedy. 
this reminds me a lot of happy and you happy happy and you know it the book about the mom's group that like they end up they're like all on speed <laughs> taking pills thinking they're like weight loss drugs um that one that one's good too i forgot who wrote it but it is called happy and you know it it's written by a comedian and that one is funny but cutting teeth reminds me a lot about that one this one is a horror comedy so like this is like one of the first scenes of the book <laughs> there's this um this couple the mom and dad of this four-year-old and they're you know they're wrestling on their bed because they're doing a um a challenge that you know their their church pastor told them that, that, that if they want to make their marriage better they need to wrestle in bed every night you know what i mean you know what i mean every day for 30 days so they're on like day four <laughs> and they're wrestling and the mom is like oh like something's fighting like something pitched my ankle or whatever so they both sit up butt ass naked and there's a child attached to her foot <laughs> and they're like you know they're not um they don't like their first thought is like my child is turning into a vampire their first thought is um we traumatized her this is her reaction to us to watching us <laughs> so just kind of to give the like the vibe of the book it's it is funny it's comedic um and of course because vampires you know they're ungodly so of course they have it has to take place at a um i can't remember if i think it's catholic at a catholic preschool um there's priests uh, that are characters and the priest is pretty hot if you know what i mean um so it's a comedy and but i just i'm having a i'm having a hard time focusing because um a tree fell on our house and that's kind of just what i've been focusing on so i can't wait to actually dive into this one get going um, but we kind of go back and forth between timelines, a before and after kind of situation where the children are talking to a detective after um, the very, very first scene in the book. Um, the preschool teacher, I think, has been murdered. There's blood everywhere in the preschool halls. And um, so we're kind of going, we're we're watching this happen, going back and forth kind of, um, what's that book um, by Leanne Moriarty? big little lies kind of like where it goes before and after and you're kind of not sure what's happening so that's where we're at on cutting teeth by chandler baker another book that is on my tbr is a ya thriller girl power one this has been on one, my tbrs like a couple of my tbrs before um be, i don't know why i can't pick it up i was so excited like i got it in my hands i was like i'm going to read this and then i put it down and never picked it up i don't know what happened but this is The Grace Year by Kim Liggett. And this book is, again, it's a YA. Um, when girls turn a certain age, I think it's like 13 or 14, they have to, in this dystopian kind of world, they get put into, I believe it, it's a little fantastical too. So they get put into the forest and they have to survive a year there to like lose their powers. Um so it's very girl power. Um, I've heard it's like a mixture between Hunger Games and The Handmaid's Tale. Love both of those. So I am in and I cannot wait to read this one. Next, I have um, this one is an Amazon Prime preview book. So this book doesn't come out until next month or May. I can't remember. This book comes out 
it's not released yet, but if you have Amazon Prime, you get access to a list of books that you can read before they are released. So this isn't necessarily an arc. It's just a pre-release book. And this one is called Hurt Mountain by Angela Crook. I had never heard about this one, but it is a thriller. I don't know if it's a horror um, but it is a thriller for sure. It's about an estranged mother and father who uncover the truth about their missing daughter. A car was found with a bloodied girl driving, and then in the back was a brutalized boy, and they were both uh, dead. And I guess we're going to figure out what happens, and it's called Hurt Mountain, and the the cover is just beautiful. Um, so I'm I'm excited to read that one, and I love reading things ahead of time. I have two ARCs on my TBR, which just stands for Advanced Reader Copy. Both of these books don't come out, I believe, until May. One of them, I think, maybe in June. The copies that I have, I got from my local bookstore. She gets ARCs, and you're not really supposed to sell them, but she sells them. And I am very grateful to her because I think it's so cool to see books before they're, like, completed. So there might be some errors, might need some editing Um within the books. But first I have um, Swiped by L.M. Chilton. And this one is about online dating. Uh, I believe this is a thriller. Um, I'm guessing that I don't know too much about these two, but I'm guessing, um, you know, a Tinder date has gone wrong. So I'm really excited to dive into that one. Um, And then the other one is called Such a Bad, excuse me, is called Such a Bad Influence by Olivia Munter. Um, and this one is about a YouTube star. She's been a YouTube star since she was like five years old. Now she's 18 and, you know, she's a millionaire, whatever, billionaire. I don't know how much money she makes. And her older sister is very protective over her and kind of, I think she's like a little bit jealous. I haven't read it yet. I don't know the details, but her and her, her sister's trying to protect her for something. Well, she's like the main girl who is, um, the YouTube star She's doing a live and she gets murdered on a live. And her sister is very interested. And I guess she tries to figure it out or something. Um, It reminds me a lot about the Mia Star game, that murder mystery game. It's called like the disappearance of Mia Star or the murder of Mia Star or something like that. If you like to play murder mystery games, um, Mia Star is such a fun one. We did it with a group of girls here actually at the studio. It was such a fun game. If you just type in anywhere Mia Star, it should pop up. But it's so realistic. Like you're like, wait, this is a real person? Like this is all made up? It's pretty cool. But anyway, I love reading about social media people. Um, and just, I don't know, it's just a fun world. I feel like so many books now like have to take place before there were cell phones like I'm noticing so many more books taking place in the 90s taking place in the 80s because if you are like trying to solve a mystery and like you're a person who died has their phone in their pocket you could be like all right um it says they're at this address and then they're there or like (laughs) my ring camera picked up this blah, blah 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 and then you show the police and then like the mystery's over like there's so many like like it just ruins the game, you know, and like reading as a game, it's supposed to be fun. So if you just have like all your characters just have cell phones, like it's like, what? So I like to see the twists that people put onto social media, like especially when it comes to like horror or thriller, because it just, I don't know, it just adds a different, um, a different element. Like you can't just text someone like, hey, I'm locked in the trunk of a car, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Or like 
in books, they have to like go somewhere where they lose signal or like they're playing a game. So everybody puts their phone in a basket and then, you know, the killer like takes that basket and throws it in the lake. But like still like when there's so many cell phones and things, it's just like the like, you know, the example on what's that Christmas movie Home Alone, like where it's like if Home Alone took place in 2023 hey mom you left me home and then mom's like okay we'll be right there and then like they just turn the car around and come home like there would be no movie and I feel like it's the same thing like there would be no book there would be no no fun to it so it's cool to read the twists on you know when social media is actually involved for me anyway I know some people hate it I like it I think it's fun so those are that's all the literature part of the podcast for now um and Oh, I'll keep you guys updated um, if I finish any of these, what I've rated them and all of that. I'm hoping to get a five star. Um, so far, I don't think Cutting Teeth or Mother Daughter Murder Night are five stars for me, but maybe the other ones will. I don't know. I'm always surprised. So back into fitness, my fitness goals. Um, so I started training. We're 15 weeks away from the Born to Run uh, running event. I'm running the 10 mile. I've talked about Born to Run before, but in case you missed it, Born to Run is this huge running event here on the Central Coast in Los Olivos. And it is amazing. It is the most fun I've had at any type of running event ever. Um, I consider everyone there like friends now, like we may not see each other any other time except for like at that festival or maybe here and there on Instagram, but they're like, like you see the same people at these races and it's so fun. Um, they're, tr- it's a, it is a trail race. So it's like on a ranch on like ranch trail roads. Um, my husband's going to be running the 100 miler. This is a multi-day event. So there's a four-day race. Um, So there's going to be people out there running for four days. Uh, Me and my husband are going to be volunteering overnight on night one, I believe. So we're just going to be up all night, handing out granola bars, making coffee, making broth, and serving water, things like that. It's going to be really fun. Um, But I am running the 10-mile on that Saturday, um, it's 15 weeks away, and I started my training yesterday with a nice little easy two-mile. I'm following a program that I just kind of randomly found on Pinterest, and um, it's, like, super simple. I feel like I work out so much that I don't need something super detailed. I just need to get that mileage in, um, but this program that I'm following adds in circuit training, cro- or I'm sorry, cross training, uh, strength training and like stretching. And, um, I think that's like perfect for me. And when I looked at it, it's like, okay, you know, Monday is this Tuesday is this Wednesday is this. And I was like, this lines up perfectly with my schedule. So I clicked that one and it's just kind of my rough guide to use for this training. And I'm really excited about it. I felt pretty good. It was raining a little bit yesterday. One of my favorite things to do is run in the rain. There's just something, oh, like it sucks when like the wind like hits you in a, in your eye or something, but like it just smells good. Like you, I just feel so free. It's it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And if you, I'm gonna take a drink of water um before I move on. So if you 
Again, get your water, take a chug. Take a chug, chug, chug. Okay. Um, as far as goals for what I had talked about before, um, I have not done any handstand or pull-up training at all. <laughs> I have stuck to a little bit of a program here at the studio doing the workouts with my clients. Um, I have cycled a lot. I taught my first cycle class and I'm so happy. It was so fun. Nobody showed up, but I pretended like they did. Apparently nobody shows up to this class. They didn't want to tell me that. And then they ended up just canceling the class altogether because nobody was showing up, but I got my practice in and it was fun. And I had so much fun. I just pretended like I had a class full of people and went through my whole routine. Think about it like a dress rehearsal, if you will. So it was really, really fun. Um, and I can't wait to do it again with actual like people to teach. So um, it's just as an instructor, sometimes things can get really stale. Like when you're doing the same thing over and over and over. I love my job, but it's like, all right, you know, I teach the same, like the exact same class three times in a day. And then like the same thing week to week to week. And it's just sometimes you can just get kind of stale. So I like to take other classes to get, um, you know, new ideas and then just challenge myself by trying to teach something new, something that I'm not used to teaching week after week after week. So cycling has just been really fun for me at the moment. I love putting together playlists. Um, I don't think I put my Spotify in the description. I'll put my Spotify down below. It's a little bit of a mess, um, but you can look through my playlists and use them for your workouts. Um, bum, bum, bum. Oh, I have done kickboxing once a week. I can't remember. Did I say that? I've been doing kickboxing once a week, which was one of my goals. I've been sticking with it. That's really good. I've done stuff for fun. I started doing ballet. My childhood, my inner child is so happy. Been doing ballet <laughs> and I have like my tights and my shoes and my leg warmers and my little skirt, and my leotard, put my hair up in a bun and it's an adult um, ballet class. And my daughter went with me to my first class and she was like, mom, can, can you sign me up for ballet? And I was like, yes, I absolutely can. I grew up doing ballet. From the time I was two and a half all the way up until I was 12, I was doing dance, ballet, tap, jazz, and hip hop um, and theatrical things. So dancing, being on stage is like my jam. I love it. I am so uncoordinated. It's been like 21 years since I have done ballet, um, but now I've done like three classes. So it's starting to come a little bit easier to me, you know? <laughs> I will, in, you know, have no goals or to, um, you know, aspirations to become like a ballerina or anything, but just to have fun and do ballet is just, it makes me happy, you know, and to watch my daughter get that same joy that I did when I was a kid. It's just beautiful, you know, it's just so beautiful and I love it and I'm very happy and excited and yeah, I'm glad I did that. I started swimming again which is fun. <laughs> I like swimming. Swimming does not like me. Swimming is so freaking hard to me. Like so hard. Um, 
um, not like the actual swimming, but like the endurance of it, the breathing of it. I feel like I have good form. Um, I've talked to, like my husband, he's a big swimmer and grew up swimming. His mom's like been a swim coach since she was like 13 years old. Um, and I've had them like, look at my form and they're like, yeah, I like, you know, you, you've got it down. Like you're not doing anything wrong. I'm just so weak and out of practice. So I just need to like repetition, 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 work on my breathing, things like that. I have mastered not mastered, but I know how to do a flip turn correctly now, which is great. Um, so I still can't do butterfly. I have I have no reason, no reason, no drive, no motivation to ever learn butterfly. Maybe one day I will, but today's not that day. No, no, no butterfly for me. But freestyle, breaststroke, I got you. Kickboard, mm-hmm. Give me a little floaty between my knees and some little hand paddles. Mm -hmm. I got you. I got that. I got that down. Give me a little flip turn, up, you know, when I can actually hold my breath for a whole lap. Yeah. When my feet don't cramp, yeah, I'll do a flip turn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just been fun swimming. But I'm going to have to remove my eyelashes. So I have an appointment tomorrow to remove my eyelashes because I, they hold so much water. So when I like come out of the water, I have to like do this like weird pat thing. I do wear goggles, but water still gets on your eyes no matter what, you know? So that's the only thing that sucks because I really like my eyelashes. They're like falling off. You can't see them now in the YouTube video, but oh, we are coming to a close here. Following a program for working out is hard. It is hard as somebody who has been working out for, oh, I don't. I've been working out for a long time. Okay. Okay. I'm working out seriously since 2009. Um, obviously I've worked, you know, moved my body and done sports and things as a growing up, uh, especially with like dance, but like working out, like getting stronger, lifting weights, doing all that, like sticking to a program that's not part of a team or something, um, since like 2009. So it's, I've been at it for a while and, um, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. I have printed out so many programs, like, you know, before there was apps on phones. Oh, I'm that old. I'm good. Um, and crossing them out every day. It is hard. And like we've been the theme, I guess, of this podcast is that time goes by so fast. So if you need help sticking to a program or if you need a program that you can actually stick to, something that is tailored to you, not just something you find on Pinterest. <laughs> um, but if you need something that's a little bit more um, built for you, like I said, or if you just need a program to follow, um, feel free to reach out. There's a link down below. We can work together one-on-one -on -one, or you can download um, a program that you think might fit you to follow on your own. Um, just to let you know, I'm notoriously underpriced. So if you're like, I cannot afford a personal trainer right now, let's talk anyway, because you might be able to. Um, I, I love having my things affordable because I want everybody to have access to it, but I also want to be fair to myself. So um, if, you know, if we're not in, if, if I'm not in your budget, let's just talk anyway maybe we can do, work something out. I just really want to help you. And I know that your fitness, your life, like this is your life, you know, like I don't like, I want you to live the best life you possibly can. Um, if I can help you in any way, I want to do that for you. So remember we've got workout programs ready for download. 
um, ready for you to start. We can work one-on-one. We've got nutrition counseling. Um, we have lifestyle uh, counseling, which is a little bit different. We don't necessarily talk about what you are eating or how you are working out, but more, what is your, what is, what do things look like? What does your normal day to day look like kind of thing? Um, which I feel like is really important. Um, I wish that I had somebody like that because I'm somebody, I like to do a lot of things. I have a lot of hobbies. I want to do it all. And a lot of, most of the time, most of the time, a lot of the time, one of the most popular quote unquote excuses that I hear is I don't have time for that. And I get it. I get it because I got a lot to do too. And there's a lot of things I want to do and a lot of things that get overlooked because of the fun things I want to do or like, you know, work is priority. Anyway, what I'm getting at is it's nice to have somebody kind of steer you in the right direction, whether it's help you find a good calendar to use, whether it's, do you like to use checklists, whether it's like, okay, well, what if you switch around the time you do this and the time you do this? Do you think that would benefit you more? For example, me, I noticed that between 11 and 2 p.m., I get so tired. Like my brain just like fizzles out. I am not productive during that time at all. So what I've been doing is, you know, now that I realize that, and maybe if you have someone else tell you like, hey, I noticed that during this time, you're saying you're having a lot of anxiety attacks, or you're saying you want to take a nap. Let's honor our body, or for me in my case, let's honor my body and try, see if you can take a 20 minute nap. See if you can just maybe meditate, lay there in silence. And I've been doing that and it's been great. So that is kind of what lifestyle coaching is. Just kind of having someone else look in on your life and see, well, let's try moving this over here. Or if you really want to read a book, let's do it right before that you do this. And maybe that will help. Or maybe right after you do this. Or maybe like when you pick up your kids from school, oh, two o'clock. What if you go there and pick them up or go park at 145? Give yourself 15 minutes in the car to read. Just little simple things like that where you can fit things into your schedule. See where you're, you know, wasting time. But anyway, okay. Been going on for that far too long. Everything that I've talked about should be listed in the description. If it is not, please reach out to me on Instagram. Oh, I need to tell you about my Instagram changes. I have my bookstagram backup. Bridge is lit. Then I have my fitness Instagram. Just the name has changed. Bridges fit. Get it? This was my my like whole thing. It was Bridges Rad. That was all my personal babies, you know marriage stuff what I'm doing what I'm eating you know just fun stuff bridges rad then I had my bridges fit which was like all fitness stuff and then I had my bridges lit uh, which is literature so that is where the fit and lit podcast name has come from and um yeah so I have my bridges fit and my bridges lit uh, instagrams only on there um and I'm trying to keep it more focused. So message me on either of those, which is totally fine. You can leave a comment on YouTube. You can leave me a review on anywhere you listen to podcasts. But if you have a question or if I forgot to link something down below, please feel free to let me know so that I can add it for everybody else and for you to use. 
anyway, I hope you had a great time listening. If you have read any of these books, again, leave me a comment, send me a message, do all the things. Let's chat because community is what I'm all about. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. So please don't be afraid. I know it's only like friends right now that listen, but friends too, reach out to me, please. Let me know that you listened. Tell me if you've read any of these books. So I will talk to you next week and um, peace out. Drink your water. Don't be dehydrated and read a book.